Gail Trotter, a conservative voice for you, right inside our nation's capital. Legal and political analysis. Now, The Gail Trotter Show. Hi, I'm Gail Trotter, host of The Gail Trotter Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. What happened in the General Flynn case this week is just shocking. I, when I was a little kid, I used to love to watch horror movies. There was a particular series that I loved around Halloween. And in the original Halloween movie, there's this very dramatic scene at the very end of the movie where the girl who has been threatened the entire movie is peacefully laying on a canoe in the middle of the lake. And you see the police officers drive up to the lake and they're shouting at her. And you know you're having the sense of relief that this persecution of the young girl is over. The police are there. They're going to make everything right. She's going to be safe. She's not going to be threatened by the murderer in the movie Halloween anymore. And just as she starts getting up to communicate with the police officers, the bad guy jumps out of the water into the canoe and drags her into the lake. This, I think, is a perfect encapsulation of what is happening to General Flynn this week. I am very sorry to tell you. I'm going to be talking about a judge's new order. Judge Emmett Sullivan is the judge who is overseeing General Michael Flynn's federal case. And there's this excellent article by Andy McCarthy, who wrote this article talking about the order by Judge Sullivan. The article is called, The Politicized Order Inviting Amicus Briefs Against the Flynn Case's Dismissal. I'm going to link to it down below so you can read it if you're interested. I want to share with you today that General Flynn's case should be dismissed and should be forever done, as we outlined over the last two days, talking about the prosecutor's motion to dismiss the case against General Flynn. I went through the factual basis for it. I went through the legal basis for it. This is a slam dunk. There's no question that this case should be dismissed. And more importantly, the Department of Justice, the prosecutors, have decided that they do not want to they do not want to pursue, to continue to pursue this case against General Flynn. General Flynn has been completely vindicated, yet shockingly, the federal judge in this case violated his duty as a judge, and he's allowing Flynn to be made into a pinata again. I have three points on this that I want to share with you today. Judge Emmett Sullivan issued an order allowing third parties with no legal interest in General Flynn's case to submit briefs to the court. And Judge Sullivan has not yet approved the order from the prosecutors dismissing the charges against the charge against General Flynn as the prosecutors have requested Judge Sullivan do. And this is just a pro forma request. Uh, the prosecutors have come forward and said, judge, dismiss this case. And instead of just doing that very simple clerical act, Judge Sullivan has opened this up to third parties submitting their opinions about General Flynn's case. Mind you, this is very important, when parties have requested 24 times in the past to weigh in on the case, Judge Sullivan has denied this 24 times. 
There is no complex legal issue to be resolved in this case. And think about this. In our system of government, the government is very powerful. And when it chooses to go after someone and make them a criminal defendant, the accused has a really high burden to defend themselves against prosecutors because you have the full resources of the federal government, whatever they want to throw at you, and you're just one criminal defendant. So it's unfair to add onto a criminal defendant this idea of fighting off unrelated third parties who want to chime into your case, but they have no interest in the case. My second point for you today is that under our Constitution, only the executive branch can indict and prosecute criminal defendants. Judge Sullivan is part of the judicial branch, not the executive branch, and he knows this. He knows this very well. Now, the courts are supposed to protect accused defendants against an out-of-control government. So they are there to make sure that justice is served and the constitutional rights and statutory rights of a defendant are satisfied, that they are upheld. So the judge makes sure that the, the government is not doing something unfair to the accused. So under this Rule 48, where the prosecutors in this case have filed this motion to dismiss the case against General Flynn, the whole point of Rule 48 is to protect criminal defendants from prosecutors do, in indicting a defendant, doing a case up against the defendant, and then realizing, hey, we prosecutors are likely to lose this case, so we're going to jump out before the principle of double jeopardy applies, and we're going to come back at the defendant later if we can get more evidence or figure out a better strategy. So this federal rule of criminal procedure 48 is designed to have the judge make sure that the prosecutors are not doing it. It requires that the accused agrees with the prosecutors judging, uh, dropping the case. So it's very important in this case, too, because the prosecutors have, mo have moved the court to dismiss the charge against General Flynn with prejudice. With prejudice means that they can't come back and charge General Flynn with this again. So it's just the opposite in this case where Judge Sullivan is using Rule 48 as a way to change the outcome instead of using it as a way to protect a defendant against an overbearing federal government. In this article that I've linked to down below, Andy McCarthy writes, quote, in the federal system, the Department of Justice's discretion to charge or proceed with a criminal case is unreviewable. The judiciary has no more power to compel the executive branch to prosecute an individual case than it has to force the executive to indict the case in the first place, end quote. Annie McCarthy was a former, is a former federal prosecutor. He was in charge of prosecuting, successfully prosecuting, the blind sheikh who was behind the 1993 World Trade Center bombing. So he certainly knows what he is talking about, and he's exactly right on this point. He also makes the point that if Americans do not like the Department of Justice deciding that they want to not continue to prosecute General Flynn, 
they have a recourse to that. They can decide not to reelect President Trump in November. But this is a proper understanding of the separation of powers that the executive branch indicts and prosecutes criminal defendants in the federal system. The judicial branch does not. And whether Judge Sullivan thinks that General Flynn should be con should continue to be prosecuted, it's not his call to make, and he knows that. My third point to share with you today is that this is yet another miscarriage of justice sustained by General Michael Flynn. So think about it. The FBI set up this perjury trap as we went through the details the last two days. Uh, Comey threw out truth, justice, policy, and procedure in order to send those two agents taking advantage of what he thought was the disorganization because of the transition between the Obama administration and the Trump administration. And they were so astonished, the leadership at the Department of Justice, including Sally Yates, was so astonished by this that she was dumbfounded and flabbergasted. And she had called Comey the morning of the interview to try and tell him he had to notify the Department of Justice and he had to notify the White House more particularly. And Comey didn't return her call until the agents were already on their way to the White House. And as you recall, Peter Strzok said the reason that these guys in the FBI didn't want to notify the White House was because they didn't want the interview not to happen. So they set up a perjury trap for General Flynn based on a fictitious crime that would never have been proved, that they could never have uh, actually convinced any court or jury to uphold. So think about that perjury trap as a miscarriage of justice. Then think about the editing and misrepresentation of the 302 report of the interview afterwards. That was a miscarriage of justice. Think about how the prosecutor, Van Glack, withheld exculpatory evidence. So there was all this information out there that if General Flynn had had at his disposal may have changed his mind about how to proceed, but the government went against his constitutional rights and also against a specific order of the court to make sure that this exculpatory material was turned over to General Flynn and his lawyers. These people also concealed from the court that General Flynn's son was threatened with prosecution. That's a miscarriage of justice. And think about the first attorneys who represented General Flynn. They missed basic steps of defense, like looking at the 302s, part of the disclosure of evidence, and they didn't demand that they receive the recorded calls of Ambassador Sergei Kislyak and General Flynn, which was the subject of the interview in the first place. And that's just basic lawyering that they didn't do. That was a miscarriage of justice. And Judge Sullivan knows that if this gets kicked up to the next higher court, the Court of Appeals, that they are not going to let Judge Sullivan decline the Department of Justice motion to dismiss the charge against General Flynn. And as Andy McCarthy so aptly put, Judge Sullivan is turning this dismissal into anti-Trump group therapy or as a way to create a way for the legal left to advise Judge Sullivan to convict Flynn despite the Justice Department throwing out the charge. And as Annie McCarthy further said, quote, Judge Sullivan cannot compel the DOJ to further hound Flynn. 
but Judge Sullivan figures he can encourage the legal establishment to trumpet the political theme that Trump's Department of Justice is undermining the rule of law. So do you get that? Judge Sullivan is making a political move by trying to cast what the Department of Justice is doing in General Flynn's case as politicization. So thankfully, Flynn's lawyer, Sidney Powell, is on the case, and she has already filed a response to this move by Judge Sullivan, which I will link down below. The higher court, the higher federal court, should allow an alert emergency motion to smack this down and to let General Flynn have the justice he has long deserved and has been so long denied. Justice for all doesn't just mean justice for Democrats. Thank you so much for joining me today. Please subscribe below so you don't miss any of my daily episodes. Hit the bell and comment down below what topic you would like me to cover next. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com. And also follow her on Twitter at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now. It's easy. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show.